Welcome to Relationship with Charles and Brando and Clay. It is our relationships that shape who we are, and we are deeply honored to be guides in the realms of conscious partnership and conscious parenthood, helping and supporting people in creating harmony in their homes and in their families and in all of their relations because all of our relationships are a reflection of our relationship with our selves. <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to be sharing the story of how we met. It's a very exciting and juicy story. And some of our followers on Instagram have been asking for this for a while. So we're excited to be offering our audience more of what they are requesting. <sighs> Should I start, baby? You start, baby. Okay. Ladies first. Um, so before we met is when this story really begins because it was probably about three months before... Charles and I actually met that I got really clear that I was ready for my soulmate and there was a lot of deep inner work that it took of me claiming my sovereignty to feel the full readiness to even magnetize and attract my soulmate in this level of love and partnership and so I got really clear with the universe and said, I'm ready to manifest and call in my king and I'm ready to have a family and I'm not going to pay attention to anything that's distracting me from that anymore. So I started practicing my dating life with if it's not a 100% yes, like a 1000% yes, then it's a no. And I started to really decline a lot of dinners or a lot of things that would just take up my time when I knew it wasn't like a 100% yes in my heart of my soulmate, my king, my man. And I had some beautiful rituals with community of speaking it out into existence of who my king was. I would dream him up in my imagination and in my mind's eye and sing or speak that out into the universe like a prayer and having my community hold witness to what I was manifesting really helped accelerate it. And I remember being on my birthday on the on a boat in the ocean and doing that exact thing where my community witnessed me and claiming who he was and what I wanted in my king and then jumping in the ocean and then showering me with uh, rose petals and it was like this beautiful ritual of it's on universe like I had that clarity in my intention of what I was asking for and both of us practiced some really powerful tools and rituals for manifesting and for calling each other in and we offer a course that teaches more about what those are and eventually about three months after I had that first intention I found myself in the Alps of Italy at Damenhor and Damenhor is a spiritual community 
that's really incredible and next level for those of you that don't know. It's an amazing space and I encourage you to look it up. And there I was in alchemy school learning about all these deep esoteric rituals, learning about alchemy from the distillation of a lot of the world's different ancient wisdom traditions. And I applied these principles of alchemy that I was learning and a ritual to love and to calling in my soulmate and to attuning myself to the frequency and the energy of love and of a soulmate connection, like tuning so deep in meditation and in my energy to what that experience was like and falling in love with the dream as though it was real. I was singing my prayers out for weeks of, of imaginary envisioning kind of space of what it was like to feel him, what it was like to have him wake up next to me and touch my womb with his hands and feel the energy that I could feel from his hands on me. I dreamt up this reality as though it was real and fell so in love with it which communicates abundance to the universe, not lack. It, it had to stop coming from a place of like, oh, I want my lover so bad, why hasn't it come yet? Because that communicates scarcity or lack to the universe where when there's this shift in subtle energy and we can say, oh, I'm so in love with this vision, I'm so in love with this dream, like this reality that's better than anything I've ever experienced, this kind of love that's deeper than anything I've ever known in this life, and I have the courage to fully put all my faith into it and just fall in love with it as though it's real, that communicated having it. That was the frequency and the energy of abundance, and that's what helped us magnetize each other and made such a shift in um, in my ability to call him in. So there I was at Domenhor speaking to oracles and being taught these lessons from some really powerful Italian witches. And I was recommended by one of the oracles there to take my list of what I wanted in my soulmate, which was like a 12 page long Google doc at the time, and distill it into one handwritten page in my journal and read to myself that one handwritten page every night before I went to bed. And I knew that I wanted a man who was like a dolphin. Like I, I knew I wanted a kind of energy in my life that was joyful and playful and pleasurable and light and like, let's just go swim in the big turquoise sea together and be in our pleasure and be in our bliss. I was ready for that kind of a partnership that just emanated so much joy. And, and that was because I had had a previous partnership that wasn't that way at all. So I knew what I wanted and I would meditate before I went to sleep at night on the vision of two dolphins, like forming a heart and feel the energy of those dolphins to like connect to his energy of what I was desiring in my king and in my partner. And I fell asleep one night and had this really powerfully charged sexual dream where I felt myself completely penetrated by turquoise light, by his spiritual energy, his life force energy. 
and in the dream it was though as though I had a full body orgasm and it was like I had been made love to like I felt the making of love just in our energy so that was how we first met in spirit before we had ever um, actually met in person yet or knew each other's names and in that dream I also had this vision of the ocean like the ocean overlooking these rocks and these coastal cliffs and I woke up in the morning and I was like oh my god I just it was made love to you by my soulmate like I felt it and I wrote all in my journal my soulmate made love to me last night in my dreams and I felt his turquoise light and his ocean energy and was just like thrilled that that level of connection could happen in the astral plane. And Charles, I'd love for you to share now like what that journey was like both for you to be getting ready and declaring your intentions to be ready to call in your queen and, and what it was like for you and uh, when I had that dream. Absolutely. Mm. I always love hearing you share this story. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it backs up uh, years prior to actually um, committing to quitting porn was a big milestone in my ability to get clear on what it is I wanted and, and gaining more clarity on that. Because um, first thing I found when I gave, when I stopped watching porn was that my visualization and imagination was very powerful and profound. And um, so getting to tap into that gift and really honing that in as to what it is that I actually want. And, and then it was like, porn, was I wasting time on that for when I have this imagination and this visualization that's so rich and um, juicy that like the, you know, my desires and fantasies were so much better than anything I could find on a computer screen or, um, you know, in, in the world wide web. So I really dove into that practice of um, intuitive visualization and getting crystal clear on what it is I actually wanted after years of dating and falling in love a few times and heartbreak. Um, I was ready for calling in my queen. And um, that was exciting to me because um, <clears throat> I was just like, the more I could feel the nature of my queen, the more I could feel the essence of her, um, more and more details came through, got more clear. And then of course, more fantasies came through. And, uh, and so that allowed me to play with some um, natural, like, practices that I had learned with Tantra and um, some esoteric teachings that um, began circulating my energy and cultivating, holding my seed. And, and instead of just, you know, masturbating and ejaculating, I was like full on full body orgasms and then able to hone that energy and crystal clear to what it is I wanted and send her energy in, in the ether. And, uh, and so it was like sending my queen pleasure before I even met her physically, which was really profound. And, um, and so that practice was, um, also helped shift a lot of things in my reality. Um, you know, expanded on my business and 
really stepping into more confidence in what I was sharing. And so that, that was a big milestone in my life, getting to tap into that practice and that intuitive nature. And, and so then it was like taking that to the next level. And, um, as I was sending her energy, um, I had to actually show up and use the art of discernment and in uh, my everyday life, you know, it's like, cool, I'm going to take some space and um, stop dating, you know, until I'm ready to tell I know it's like the, the funk. Yes, this is the one. And that, you know, universe is like, are you sure that's what you want? Because, you know, I remember being at the beach and this is well before we met, um, you know, there's like beautiful goddess she's grabbing her surfboard about to leave and like I was just drawn to go say hello to her and on the beach we watched the sunset and, and invited her to dinner and it was a spontaneous date and as I was listening to her I was like it was like everything became super clear as to my old patterns as listening to her share about her past lover cheated on her and she was you know just lost her job and moved to san diego from new york and and all this like challenges and trials and tribulations that a part of me was like oh wow yeah i can i can help you with that like i have some tools to you know that it's almost like this uh damsel in distress that would attract me to um diving in deeper and and then experience right and so a lot of ego wrapped up in that and so listening to the story and noticing my biology was like yes take this further see where this goes but instead it was like tapping into my higher self my vision and that discernment of like you know she was sharing how all the guys she meets just want to sleep with her and and so i shared well I'm not going to be sleeping with you. In fact, this will probably be the last time we see each other and uh, really enjoyed this time together. And you're on a healing path in this direction and I'm calling in my queen and moving in this direction. And, uh, and part, I remember my ego going like, no, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but ultimately my heart self felt really good with that level of discernment. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so um, that shifted everything for me. That was like saying no to the old patterns that all became really clear to me in uh, my dating at that point. And so taking time to myself and that level of clarity combined with um, the art of discernment, it wasn't like a day or two after that, I think that um, you messaged me mm -hmm. via Facebook. And so mm -hmm. we had a lot of similar tribe and you were in the Bay, I was in Encinitas, and um, what was that like for you? Mm. Mm. Well, I had seen Charles's face pop up on mutual friends, um, social media posts, and was like, hey, I know him. Like, who is that? It's like the familiarity was really remarkable. And, and then, um, you know, kind of like saw it, but then didn't act on it, put it aside. And then it, his face kept coming up on these different text threads of um, my, our shared community in Encinitas. And then he popped up as a suggested friend. 
And so then I was like, okay, like, who is this guy? And I started looking at his pictures and some of his videos, and I was feeling like, hey, like, light worker down there in Encinitas, like, way to go. I could see um, kind of his star lineage and see, like, where I felt like we were both um, sharing similar journeys, similar missions in our work. Um, and so I reached out to him first and I wrote, hello, handsome. And, um, I was like, how's life in Encinitas? I'm considering moving down there and thumbs up on all the light work and joy that you're spreading, um, down there. And, and, you know, it was an interesting thing also of like, in my intuition, I felt his mom, like the spirit of his mom, who's in spirit realm and not with us here on earth anymore. I felt her come through and kind of give me that nudge of like reach out to him. And that was really sacred to feel like I was connecting in a, through mediumship to his mother um, before we ever met. And so we chatted a little bit, let it go. And then I think maybe like a week or two passed by and both of us were like clearing up loose ends, you know, in our relationship threads, like really getting the energy totally clear and our boundaries totally clear with other people who were in our lives at the time in different degrees. And, um, and then he reached out to me one day and said, hey, are you free to hop on a call? And I was like, yeah, actually I have an hour break right now. Like, this is nice, kind of old fashioned. We're going to have a phone call, you know? <laughs> and, um, we talked on the phone and it was like such a crazy immediate connection. It felt like we knew each other from all of our previous lifetimes and we're just catching up on like, how's this incarnation been so you far, so far for you? Like we just were, um, reunited in a sense from that moment. And we shared, some really vulnerable stories about like our most transformative experiences and ceremonies and like the biggest things of our healing journeys. And, and I was really clear with him in that phone call. I was like, Hey, I have a thriving community. I'm running two of my own businesses. I'm a busy woman and I'm really conscious of how I utilize my time and my energy. And I want to be really clear with you that right now I'm not looking for any short-term flings. I'm not available for that. I am, in the place of fully claiming my intention to manifest my soulmate and my life partner and to go into creating a family now and I said so I'd like to know from you like what your intentions are right now with where you're at and what you're wanting in a relationship and he was like I'm calling in my queen and I want to have children and I was like like mic drop <laughs> moment like okay, like, I guess let's keep talking then, you know? <laughs> um, so that, that was bold of me, you know, and I'm aware that a lot of people don't play the game of dating and love that way. I, I really believe in radical honesty. And to me, like being really clear with my intentions is also being really clear with my boundaries and really honoring of my own energy. So um, I came out kind of with those, big words and we put those intentions on the table from the start and I've never been the kind of girl to play games like that thought around oh wait for him to talk to me first or like wait for I don't know whatever those games are that people play like 
hold back to make him want you. I've yeah. never played that game. You break my all whole those rules life. when you meet the one. <laughs> None of those rules apply. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, and so did you want to share what that was like for you? Had that first phone call? Yeah, it was so refreshing. Like I remember you sharing that and super clear on what it is you wanted, and you know years prior to that, I would have that would have been like a little scary for me but instead it was like I was leaning in and like really appreciated that that you shared that right off the bat and mm-hmm. it allowed it was kind of like <clears throat> we both got to ride this elephant in the room and of what our intentions were where we want to go and it felt super aligned so we were able to really dive deep even on that first phone call and just uh it felt super refreshing cut through the bullshit mm-hmm. there was like no small talk in yeah. our first conversation and to feel that we had similar values as well and dolphin energy fun is <laughs> <laughs> my forte and uh play is my favorite form of self-development because you find your edges really quick and um as well as honesty and mm-hmm. and transparency and so mm-hmm. uh, that was refreshing i really appreciated it mm-hmm. So then we spoke on the phone every night for a whole week and our conversations progressed and it's not normal for either of us to have like long conversations on the phone with someone. I don't really even like to talk on my phone that much. And so it was like, hey, something's happening here. The magnetism was really strong just through the phone connection. And I'm so grateful we had that physical distance to start with because if we would have met in person from the start, like there's no way we would have had as many conversations as we were able to have. (laughs) And I remember being on the edge of my bed and like looking in the mirror as I was on the phone with him. And as I would listen to his voice, I could just see like, my pupils kind of dilate and I could feel like the goddess energy inside of me awakening and I was just like ah like whatever this is that this energy is like bringing through to me like more please Mm -hmm. and um I shared with him like how I was feeling that way and um and then it was like that conversation that led to going to visit him Mm -hmm. in Encinitas and I had just finished offering a sound bath at a retreat at the Esalen Institute and then flew from there to San Diego and we saw each other at the airport. He picked me up and I walked towards him and there were no words exchanged. We just like two magnets, like totally coming back into union um, with each other, through each other, started kissing, started making out at the airport, and the chemistry, like, our body's magnetism and the chemistry from that spot was just like nothing else, like, completely irresistible. Mm-hmm. Super electrified. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, and then I brought you in the car, drove back to my place, I had gotten you some food, and, um, and that was a really magical night. Yeah, I remember sitting by him in the car and just being like, uh, universe, like, I'm home? Like, what happened? Like, I landed? You know, it just felt like home. Like, mm-hmm. being with you from the start. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we made love that night. 
<laughs> for the first time it was like holy sex magic it really profound it's it like really universes was. colliding and mm-hmm. yeah super deep <sighs> chemistry and just off the charts unlike anything else um and so healing like the ultimate kind of healing medicine to experience our our sexual chemistry and our love making from the start and then we made love everywhere and then we started making love everywhere (laughs) (laughs) some of you may have seen us no (laughs) all my favorite spots Uh, all my favorite beaches and lookout towers like yeah you name it we were there doing our part to spread love and the third time we made love i remember like the sun coming into my heart as he was like penetrating me from behind outside and i closed my eyes and like saw a vision of constellations of stars like rearranging i could see like certain stars hooking off of this constellation and coming over to this constellation and it felt like in that moment our like ancestors and our spirit babies and future lineages and past lineages, lineages on all timelines were like applauding and like rejoicing in our meeting. And um, it was so strong. I remember talking to him as that was happening. I was like, I'm seeing constellations of stars rearranging when I close my eyes. So that was potent, like to have that deep kind of psychedelic um, vision come through. And and that was it. Like we really count that first day of our meeting in the flesh as our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And, and our worlds colliding in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And I think it was oh. maybe three times mm-hmm. we'd seen each other flown out to visit. And wait, you... wait, wait, wait. One thing, the most important part of that story is when I got to his apartment, he had a turquoise tapestry Mm. right by his bed and his favorite color was turquoise and the color he sees his own life force energy as is turquoise, of course, and he lived right on the beach in Encinitas Mm -hmm. and he had that same view that I'd seen in my dream Mm -hmm. of the rocks on the coastal cliffs overlooking the ocean. And I was like, oh my God, like I dreamt about you. And I was able to like share that journal entry Mm -hmm. that I had written about the dream I'd had when we met in our spirits um, Mm -hmm. in the astral plane. So it was a beautiful way to come full circle and to have like some proof of Mm -hmm. my experience to share with him. Beautiful visioneering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really powerful. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And do you remember the call that you invited me to that mm-hmm. was so profound she's you know we were just getting to know each other still um in all the ways and mm-hmm. she said hey i'm i have this call scheduled with uh, my psychic and i wanted to invite you on if you're interested and mm-hmm. i felt into it and i was i was a funk yes and uh i had no idea what we were in for mm-hmm. like that call really like anchored in a lot for us because you also asked if I would be open to my mom's spirit coming through Mm -hmm. on that and of course I was and that was a very profound call 
Yeah. And a big milestone in our relationship as well. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt myself falling in love, right? And so I wanted to uh, make sure that <laughs> <laughs> our past lifetimes were yeah. in a healthy state where we didn't have any like unclear karma or potential uh, tumultuousness that was going to arise from meeting again in this life and having karma that we had to process through. And that past life reading really did share just that about who we are together as souls that have known each other in past lifetimes it felt like the reading gave us this confirmation that we had such a clear slate and such a clean slate to build Mm -hmm. a love and a family and a um, relationship in this lifetime um, Mm -hmm. together so he always says like she did a pretty thorough background check and <laughs> yeah I'm like of course Absolutely. I care about myself I want to protect myself and um, you know I, I think I just wanted to make sure I was safe like to feel um, the love mm-hmm. that I was feeling and to keep rising in love together and surrendering to this love that was happening and it did it gave me that like uh, reassurance or confirmation of the safety check by dipping into our past lives and hearing about the beauty Mm -hmm. of that and my mom came through with the message she's on the other side helping Mm -hmm. these two universes collide and has been like supporting this Mm -hmm. in the energetic field and she came through the message of just so proud and delighted to see that I was staying open-hearted after after her loss in this life and so um you know that just like brought me to tears and so here I am like bawling on this call and just like Mm -hmm. totally vulnerable open-hearted and and yeah after after we got to dive in on all these past lives we've been together and this like really clean and clear energy between us through mm-hmm. on the soul level was like and I remember getting off that call and saying yeah like B you do a pretty thorough background check <laughs> <laughs> and I was like our human design reading is next week <laughs> yeah kidding not kidding um, yep and then we did that <laughs> and um it's been incredible yeah it was beautiful to like reconnect to our souls in a previous life uh, from you know thousands of years ago and realize that like the sacred healing work we were doing in that lifetime was is still so similar to the sacred healing work that we're doing today so we realized then that we have this beautiful gift of having like a shared dharma and of having um, a deep understanding of who each other is as a healer and as a guide and as a for him as a coach for me as a therapist and energy healer and uh, it made us like yeah like if we can join forces on our and be on the path of our purpose and on the path of our dharma then like we're all in you know mm-hmm. it helped bring like full commitment to realize the significance of those past life timelines and and when you realize you knew each other from a previous incarnation it also feels like hey like the universe is giving us a chance (laughs) here and now Mm -hmm. in present time to pick up where we left off you Mm -hmm. know and so it's like we are continuing our story as two souls in love and in unity 
which is so beautiful, you know, and like expansive mm-hmm. as the way to to hold it and to think about it. Um, so we began offering experiences called Harmonize, where he would lead breath work and I'd lead meditation, and then we together would do a sound healing. Um, and every time we would do one of those Harmonize events, we would like look at each other and be like, cheers mm-hmm. to the Kaliyawa, mm-hmm. cheers to like our tribe, who we were in a previous incarnation mm-hmm. together. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's so beautiful. And I think for the story of how we met, we'll stop there, even though there's so much mm-hmm. more we can say about our story of how things have evolved and how we've come to have our baby and mm-hmm. when we first um, felt her spirit and all the things. It's been such a beautiful journey. And we're excited to share those stories with you at another point in time. Yeah. So stay tuned. Join us on the next episode. We look forward to staying connected and be well. And thank you for listening. And if you happen to be somebody listening who is yearning to call in your soulmate and to call in your partner, feel free to reach out to us because we have a lot to share about that. Such an honor. Blessings.